Well, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Guidance with Grace. We are in the last week of our self-care series, and we've had a lot. We've been talking about ways to uh, develop a well-rounded self-care plan to become the best version of you. If you're a student here at Columbus State, how in the world are you going to succeed in your classes if you don't take care of yourself first? Um, and of course, everything else in life, it's definitely important. And today's uh, topic, we are talking about massage therapy. And I'm actually really excited about that because I have yet to mention on the podcast, but I have recently um, become a part of our massage therapy program here at Columbus State. And I'm quite excited to start that venture. I'm taking some of my first classes here. And the person I am sitting next to is actually one of my instructors. He teaches my myology class that I have. Uh, His name is Kyron Moses, and he actually has his own uh, massage practice. You actually do a lot there. Welcome. Thank you, Grace. (laughs) So I first want to say thank you for coming onto the podcast. I was really excited when I first met you to kind of just learn about some of your uh, viewpoints that you have about massage therapy and just some of the other things that are related to to massage therapy. Um, I want to first kind of find out a little bit more about you. Will you tell us about kind of how you maybe got into this field? Sure. Well, um, about uh, it's, it's been about 17, 18 years ago. I was looking into going back to school, and um, I was searching Columbus State's website, believe it or not, and happened upon massage therapy. Um, I wasn't even aware of it as a as a vocation at the time, but it was something that was very attractive to me because I have a strong um, interest and affinity for um, human uh, physiology, anatomy, those types of things. I, I, I read that stuff for fun, find it very fascinating and like to study it. And I said, wow, I can, I can go to school for a year and a half, two years, have the, all these really cool anatomy books and, and, and also have, uh, a degree at the end of it and a, a way to, to, to earn a living doing something that I think is beneficial for people. That's really cool. I think it's, I think physically active, uh, professions are some of the most rewarding because you get to work with all different kinds of individuals. Yeah. Yeah. I was, um, the first job I got as a massage therapist back in uh, 2004, I worked for a chiropractor's office and we did something that they call muscle therapy, which is their type of uh, physical therapy that the chiropractors prescribe or, um, have the patients undergo or participate in and he had a he had the massage therapist do a manual therapy uh, unit of physical therapy which is just hands-on massage so it's a fancy way of just saying massage Hmm. but Mm -hmm. the clients would have their the patients would have their clothes on and you'd give them eight anywhere from eight to 15 minutes of massage and it was generally in a specific area um, um, that was bothering them low back Maybe they had sciatic problems. Maybe they had problems with their neck. Sometimes we had workman's compensation or personal injury claims. So we had to work on the areas that were highlighted by the doctor, obviously keeping good notes. But um, one, of the, one of the things that I really enjoyed about that job was I got a lot of exposure uh, very quickly, uh, worked on a lot of people, got my hands on a lot of people, and um, had to be very effective because people don't want you to say, oh, well, 10 minutes is up. I'm sorry you don't feel any better. You know, you had to learn mm-hmm. to be effective. Mm-hmm. 
And um, that was the type of therapy that I was engaged in for the first four years as a massage therapist. The uh, next, uh, I guess, chapter in my massage therapy career, I was a uh, independent contractor at the YMCA in Canal Winchester. Um, I and actually another lady that I used to work with at the chiropractor's office shared a room at the Y, and we just did full-body type massages. People would come in for an hour or two, hour and a half, and uh, we would provide massage therapy for them. And it took me a while to um, change the way, the way that I massage people um, to spread it out over an hour so I wasn't throttling people for 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. I kind of had to learn how to make nice and right, yeah. fall back on some of the techniques that I learned in school. At about a year and a half after that point, uh, we decided to open up a business together uh, and that was in 2010. So we've had a business in Pickerington called Body Ache Escape Massage Center since 2010. And it was just the two of us to start off with. And now we have, uh, in 2019, we've got, in, uh, including the two of us, nine therapists. We have an acupuncturist on staff. And then we obviously have a front desk staff. And we're able to get uh, massage therapy out to a lot of people in the uh in the southeast side of Columbus, Pickerington, Reynoldsburg, Canal Winchester area. But that's that's where we're at now. You know, I most of my clients come in and it's um, it's not necessarily for what you would call foo-foo massage. That's certainly not my <laughs> reputation. Yeah, well, so define massage therapy. Um, I think it's really interesting that you come from uh, a very colorful background. And how would you say, because I think a lot of people don't see it as technically therapeutic. Often it's seen as kind of like, ooh, I need, I'm stressed. I need a massage. Right. Well, I guess... The, I guess if I was to read the Ohio Revised Code of what massage therapy is, it would probably bore people to death. And it's, it doesn't, <laughs> it's important for massage therapists to know, but for the general audience, massage versus massage therapy. Massage therapy, um, you have to be licensed by the state medical board to call yourself a massage therapist. We're going to have a license. We're, we're going to have gone to school. Um, we have very specific sk- a skill set to deal with a myriad of conditions, including, you know, headaches, obviously neuromuscular pain, you know, neck pain, back pain, carpal tunnel syndrome. People have restless leg syndrome that they've had some some good success with massage therapy. Uh, People that have a plantar fasciitis, that's something that goes around a lot, and we we see a lot of people for that. Um, Even diabetic neuropathy, fibromyalgia, there's a lot of conditions that we can treat and, um, and affect in a positive way. And people, until they get to the point to where they're looking everywhere for relief, don't usually find us because it's not that well known. Um, I had probably the first, yeah, this is back in 2010. This guy comes in with his wife and we we're kind of talking a little bit. And I realized that he knew um, and had gone to school with a guy that was uh, maybe four or five years ahead of me in my grade school. And so we were kind of like, oh, you know, this guy and that guy. And he had a headache and his and his wife was filling out his paperwork for him. And so he just kind of looks at me and this is before the massage starts. And he goes, do you do you have anything here for for a headache? And and I just kind of looked around and I'm like thinking if I did have I think he's asking for medicine. And if I did. That's be, that's out of my scope to give him medicine for mm-hmm. a headache. But, you know, dudes, you're here for a massage. Like, 
I can fix your <laughs> headache with my hands. That's kind of why you're here. Yeah. So I worked on him, and, and his head got better. And a lot of people just aren't aware of those types of things. Um, it's uh, There are some things that massage is not good for, obviously, if people have you know, a fracture or some type of a, um, active skin condition, um, an active fever. You know, there are contraindications, but but generally if it's something that you could, you know, you would seek out over-the-counter relief for, uh, massage therapy is probably going to help you in some way, even if it's, you know, what they call the foo-foo massage. Those, those shouldn't be discounted uh, yeah. because relaxation um, and, and stress relief are huge. You know, that's the... Um, that's what makes everything worse is if you're, you might have back pain, but if you're stressed out and haven't been sleeping well because of back pain, that makes everything worse. So um, when I worked for the chiropractor, um, that was the first time I realized the effect of pain, chronic pain on people. This lady came in and she was the first person that I kind of cringed when she would come in because she was in tremendous pain, had a hard time walking. Her husband would assist her on and off the table. And she, after about four to six weeks, um, I would hear her laughing when she was getting adjusted by the chiropractor. She would come back and smile and talk to me. And so we kind of worked her between chiropractic adjustments and massage therapy, worked her back into a place where she was, her pain was gone. And I realized this is the real her. This is her personality. Who I met before was the person that was in pain. And it, 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 I saw that several times, you know, this, this person might be very grumpy or not very talkative. And then after about a month, month and a half, you know, you're like, who's that, who's that carrying on? And it's like, well, it's that same person, but they're out of pain. You know, pain takes, pain changes you. And, oh my gosh. And, and yes. it, and it takes a lot of energy to be in pain. So it's like, why am I so tired? I haven't done anything. It's like, well, you've been hurting for weeks. You know, that's why. I think that's a huge takeaway take for anybody who's listening right now because massage therapy is more than just a foo-foo massage. I like that you called it that because I think it's a very appropriate uh, representation of what a lot of people think massages are. And I think that's... It's some way to some way for you to pamper or reward yourself, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, oh, I don't want to spend that much to yes. just like pamper myself. But it's yes. so much more than pampering it's taking care of your body right in a, a way better way than what foam rolling can do right transition yeah <laughs> so nice. yeah so so foam rolling I used to have I'm um pretty active in um exercise and fitness um I'm a, a natural pro bodybuilder um I've been I've been bodybuilding since 2006 so I've been around a little while. Before that, I was into... Just a little while. A little while. <laughs> before that, I, I before I got into weight training, I ran. Um, I was a track athlete in high school, wrestler. So I've been around the, you know, fitness for, for mo all of my adult life and most of my chi uh, childhood. And what I, what I find is the, you know, whatever you do repetitively, your body will adapt to and make it more efficient. And if you if you're going to be a runner, your body is going to adapt to running. Um, but over time, that's also how your body is going to break down. Um, anything that you repeat enough times, you know, like a, a diving board is, is designed to you know return 
the force of uh, compression, potential energy and the kinetic energy, toss somebody up in the air and they can jump higher and farther into the water. But if you jump on the springs enough times, you know, snap city, right? So um, with foam rolling, which I would call self-care, um, a, a, um, an active type of self-care, foam rolling, um, icing, that type of thing, it can help to take those patterns of uh, um, ad adaptation that people get from exercise and help to restore the body to a normal like base level. Like I can do anything, my body isn't just good with running. So foam rolling is as useful as the person who is administering the foam rolling. And it's as beneficial as the person's um, consistency with foam rolling, right? So because foam rollers are probably about, what, a six-inch diameter, there's yeah. different levels of density. And uh, so for those, I guess I do want to define, if somebody doesn't know what foam rolling is, it's a big cylindrical-looking piece of foam and they come at all different densities some of them have little knobbies on them and they're a little bumpy on the outside but it's just a large roller and some of them are short that you either lay on the ground or you're up against the wall and are using that to roll up and down in the length of your muscle yes yeah i i find that you know putting it into my own uh, practice of self-care that it is good for um relieving uh, tight muscle uh, that that has that has become tight because of activity oh, if i yeah. if i do foam rolling like pre-exercise um yeah i'll feel it in certain areas but um anyone who's who's taken a health class or you know a very low level exercise science class knows if you want to increase flexibility and mobility in the soft tissue of the body you have to increase the blood flow to the area. You have to raise the temperature of the body, almost get a sweat going, right? And then your flexibility increases because the activity in the area increases. Right. That's why we stretch after workout. Yes. That's why you would roll exactly. after a workout. You should before. roll after. And, and some people, I think just the act of them foam rolling pre-workout does help them loosen up and limber up a bit. But I find it's more effective post-workout. But the foam roller cannot adapt to what structure or surface it's it's uh, putting pressure against right so a foam roller is not the best thing if you have a tight neck <laughs> right. a foam roller if you have a sore shoulder you know or a sore rotator cuff the foam roller is too large it, you can't pinpoint it large muscle groups like the glutes hamstrings quads adductors if you're really flexible and can actually get the foam roller on there spinal erectors sometimes the lats um what I find with some of my clients who are who are telling me that they do use foam roller, I say, well, it's good to use it, but um, just know what tool you're using, um, what job is it most effective for. So I don't think the foam roller is going to put any massage therapist out of work. Um, any any appliance, external appliance or machine is going to be engineered or designed to do one or two things very well, sometimes better than a person can, mm -hmm. but you can't adapt it. The foam roller might be something that's effective for a person who can get up and off, down on the floor and up off the floor relatively easily. Not everyone can do that. So what do they do, right? Um, the foam roller is good for those large muscle groups, but what if I need to work on my hip flexor? Uh, what if I need to work on my, my pecs? What if I need to work on my traps? And in the foam roller, there's just no way to get good leverage on it. So, well, and like you said, it's active. So, like, you're kind of exerting energy in order to even 
yes. use it. Yes. But if you're on a massage table, you're not doing anything. You're laying there. Right. And you can also be your body. You can ma- manipulate it into different positions if needed to get to different areas as well. Yeah. I w- it's a little harder with a roller. It is harder with the foam yeah. roller. So the massage therapist, if you're getting therapeutic massage, I'm not talking about relaxation massage. Mm-hmm. We are we are going to, or any practitioner, uh, massage therapist that's giving you therapeutic massage should be able to give you a very specific uh, treatment with specific pressure. All of those things are going to be based on the person um, who's getting the massage, right? So the foam roller can't go, oh, well, this person's a little tighter, so I'm going to be a, a more dense, harder foam roller. Mm-hmm. Or, or I'm too soft, this person, you know, so it, it, can't, it can't adapt to what you need like a person can. Those are all really great things to consider. And I think a large takeaway of this is that massage versus massage therapy, there's two different things that you would kind of be going for um, if you're just getting a relaxation massage versus right. the therapeutic. And and also understanding that, yes, it's good to foam roll, but if you're replacing it for therapeutic purposes, you're probably not getting the best benefit. Yes. Yeah, I think I think that's really great. I love massage personally. I think I've gotten massages from friends, and you always feel better after, even if they don't really know what they're doing. They have no really tech technique. They're just doing what yes they know would feel good or what you're telling them hurts. <laughs> yes. Um, there's definitely so much benefit. Mind, body, and spirit it really kind of all connects, and you can, I mean, it can kind of make you feel better mentally too. Like. Yeah, that's right. Better. Well, we call it intentional touch in massage therapy. So, if if I um, if I have intent behind the touch, if someone is trying to help you, um, if someone's trying to make you feel better, that touch, the intention behind the touch, usually conveys the effect of it, right, or or carries the effect of it with it. So, even if someone's not trained there's benefit to massage the, I guess I would call it like lowercase massage. Like anybody who has hands or feet can do massage, right? Mm -hmm. But not everyone is a massage therapist. Um, But massage for overall well-being, uh, a greater sense of self. One of the things with a full body, because again, I don't don't think that the, the, what we call foo-foo or just full body relaxation, it shouldn't be discounted. the overall sense of well-being, lower stress, greater body awareness. Um, that's one of the things that people are really surprised at. Mm-hmm. They'll say, hey, I feel yeah. fine. And they get on the table and they go, oh, well, I, I didn't know that was sore. And I go, well, <laughs> how can you be? Your body will probably tell you one or two, maybe three things that are like up at the top of this is a problem, right? Like let's say you haven't eaten breakfast and, and it's 11 o'clock, so your stomach may be like sore because you're hungry. And maybe you had a um, a late night studying, so your neck is stiff and you didn't sleep as much as you wanted. So, and then you've been having this low back issue for for weeks, right? But if I start working on this person and they go, I didn't realize my calf was that tight. It's because I'm drawing their attention. All those other things were overriding. They it. were overriding yeah. it, and so I draw their attention to that area because my hands are on it. They're able to sense that. But also, if you if I could take that sore neck. And that low back, I can't help them with the stomach being, <laughs> being empty. But we do give them, we, at, at Body Egg Escape, we do give each client at the end of the session if they would like some, a, a piece of chocolate. So oh, that, that, might, that yeah. might help. But um, after the massage, right, if they're good. Um, so 
so having the uh, awareness brought to the area, um, they they start to sense, okay, I am sitting wrong at work. I should drop my shoulders. I should raise my uh, the back of my chair or, or the, the desk where my keyboard is. They start becoming more aware outside of the session um, about what their body is doing, and that is a benefit to the overall health and well-being. Of oh, them. yeah. But I um, – I wanted to say this point occurred to me earlier, the foo-foo massage versus the therapeutic massage. Um, I do have some clients and we laugh about it. They'll, they'll leave work early and their coworkers will go, oh, it must be nice to leave work to go get a massage. And they say, well, you don't know my massage therapist. Like it isn't, it isn't relaxing. It's not fun, but it's necessary. So some people look at massage as I'm on a cruise or I'm on my honeymoon. I'm going to treat myself, right? I'm going to do something that, for me, I'm going to pamper myself, right? That's fine. If you're one of the rich and powerful, you know, by all means, get a massage, right? You can afford to get it whenever you want to get it. But there are people who budget money to get massage therapy because they need it to be healthy and, and, and just that for their activities of daily living. So don't look at massage like um, dessert, Right. You go out to eat. OK, well, I have my I have my brisket and potatoes, you know, now. Oh, oh, you, you have chocolate lava cake. I, I shouldn't. But I guess I will. It's my birthday. Right. That's not I deserve mas- it. That's no, that's not massage. <laughs> Look at massage and other types of self-care like vitamins. Mm. Right. It's not the main thing because I could massage someone once a week, but there's 24 hours, 23 other hours in the day beyond that hour. I massaged them plus the other six days. I'm not doing the math. Mm-hmm. That was that was a bonus to getting massage therapy. Yeah. No math classes. <laughs> um, so they um, how it how it changes uh, massage therapy. How it changes how people view themselves and how they treat themselves. So it's it's something that isn't as important as what they do outside of the massage session. That's going to have a big impact too. But what we can do with therapeutic massage is remove the obstacles to them doing things for themselves that are healthy. Um, one of the things that people come in with is, you know, they have problems sleeping because they cannot relax. They're, they're so stressed out. Um, and they're, I'm so tired. I can't sleep. Right. I have to stay up because I was so tired. Um, and you give them a massage and they'll go, wow, I'm, I'm going to sleep really good tonight. Cause it's just taking that tension in their body down to a level um, that's, that's sufficient enough for them to actually get some rest. Yeah, that is really great. If you guys are listening and want to get a massage and you're here at Columbus State, if you go to school here, if you um, work here, we have a massage clinic. It's in Union Hall. I think it's room 147. And it says massage clinic on the little foggy glass door. And if you go in there, you can probably talk to somebody during their hours. And if you have questions about uh, what the massage experience would be like, uh, but then it's a pretty simple process. You can pay for your sessions over at the cashier's office. You can pay for multiple at once. And then you schedule, I think, within the same week, uh, your next session. It's up to an hour, and they can do a full body, but they can also focus on uh, different areas. If you're an active individual and you're experiencing pain or just pain or stress or whatever, uh, they can definitely focus in different areas. I know my 
uh, Mandy, shout out if you're listening. She, my uh, supervisor, she has been going there because she's very active and has been getting some uh, things fixed. <laughs> um, but it's they're really great over there. Uh, but they are students, so it's actually a really cool learning experience for them too and really great support. Um, I think that's it for today. Did you have any other thoughts? Um, come see us at the clinic. It's uh, probably the best ten dollars you'll ever spend oh yeah uh, i didn't say that yeah it's it's you're so not gonna affordable you're not gonna it's, it's very affordable you know treat yourself and the students are going to get a chance to to uh practice what they're learning and uh it's a very very uh nurturing environment it's set up just like a massage studio would be it is. It's uh, nice. yeah don't if you if you have body image issues don't worry about it if you think if you think if you know if you have you know you could be from Mars, you know, we're going to work on you, right? So yeah. any of those things that keep people from coming to get massage, come in and talk to us, and, and we'll probably um, say there's three people that came in like that with the same thing that day. So mm -hmm. that keeps a lot of people away from getting massages. They're just self-conscious about right. their own, not the their own issue. Every, yeah, we're all, we're all pretty pretty similar. So yeah. if, it, if you're human, we've seen it before. <laughs> right. Well, thank you so much for coming. I really do appreciate your time and definitely looking forward to being able to send people your way. Whether it's at your actual therapeutic massage practice, Body Ache Escape Center, yes. Massage Center. Yes. Um, or if you're just going to the clinic here at Columbus State. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Grace. I'm Kyron. And I'll see you guys next week.